Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Lizzie, and Brian and I just did not coordinate to record this intro-outro, so here we go with the solo one for now, and that's okay. We'll be back on our bullshit next week. Hopefully, maybe, we all hope for the best. This week, we're talking with our new friend from I Surrender Records, Matstagram, and we have a little bit of backlog episode, so we talked to him just a few weeks ago about his new LP, TikTok, the state of everything in society, abortion access, and so much more. So before we get into it, because it's a super interesting episode, we just want to remind you to go hang out with us online. That's where you're going to find all of the shenanigans that we are going to be up to, especially IRL events coming up relatively soon. You can go hang out with us over on Instagram at Emo Social Club, and you can bully Brian there. And you can also check us out and bully me there at X Emo Social Club X on Twitter and TikTok as well. One of those IRL events is the Emotions Tour by Oris Presents. It's going to be July 1st, which is a Friday, so you can kick off your weekend right for the July 4th holiday and hang with us on a boat on Lake Michigan. It's going to be silly, crazy, and we have a special guest that is uh, to be announced and a bunch of other homies who are going to be DJing with us as well. And we will also be showing up to Emo Night LA afterwards for an after party because, duh, we have to keep it going. Besides that, we have other really rad guests coming up, including Ben Jorgensen of Armor for Sleep. We also have our Under Oath and Amorosa episodes and so many more scheduled to drop soon, too. We will also have some more video content going on on YouTube, so make sure you go and check us out over there and subscribe as well. We will be having some uh, Stan Atlantic show recap from their Bottom Lounge show that happened this past Saturday, which is why we weren't on our DJ stream, but don't worry, we are back on June 25th with a TBD theme of uh, our choosing, and you will be there to experiencing it all with us. So make sure you're just hanging out there, following us, bullying us, bullying Brian mainly. You know, we know how it works here. I'm not going to keep talking your ear off because I know you want to get to this episode. I want you to get into this episode. So here is our chat with Matstagram. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie, and we're here this evening with our new friend, Matstagram, and that is the name that all his friends call him by, of course. So Hello. welcome to the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. They call mm -hmm. me the whole thing. And if I'm not your friend, that's it's Lord Matstagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going the Lord Disagram, yeah. huh? Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I bought a small portion of land once, and it's a whole story. Nah, that's, that's, that's not, that's not true. None of that's true. Land. <laughs> uh, tell us about yourself. We have been trying to get you on for a minute, um, and and you do a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. So yeah, why don't you happens. tell everybody about you? About um, you. I'm, 
I am Matt Stagram. Uh, I am a solo musician who likes making loud music about uh, anything from how bad everything sucks to how bad our government sucks to mm -hmm. how bad being sad sucks. Mm -hmm. um, so an overarching theme of shit sucks. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and uh, I also like to do funny videos on the internet. Um, and that is the gist. I didn't realize this until we were looking you up for this episode, but I saw your uh, uh, your TikTok about being productive way back in the day, and oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, was attacked by it. So um, I guess to start off this interview, uh, how dare you? And why would you come at me like that? Uh, okay, I've never felt so terrible. Half, literally, like like three quarters to half of the comments on that video say either same or i feel so attacked right now so don't worry i'm an equal opportunity attacker <laughs> mm -hmm. an eoa like, if you will yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's just like so it was so perfect i was like i'm literally feeling like i can't do anything in the world or i'll just put myself in a worse mood and then because of that i'm just sitting around not doing anything don't you hate that TikTok just knows that? Like, yeah. they just know how you're feeling in that moment. And they're just like, you know what? This person needs to see something that'll make them feel worse. Yep. Yep. The algorithm knows that what we want is to feel like shit. But then it's like, we know that other people are feeling like shit. So it like kind of it helps. It's it? like, it's like a little bit of like a bump. And then it's like, nah, now I feel like shit again. Yeah, um, I don't want to like stray too far from this, but uh, I actually had this thought recently, um, which made me write the songs "Not Everyone's Gonna Love You" and "I'm So Dope" on my record. Uh, it's a good title. Self, self promo. Oh, yes, thanks. and it's just um, all self promotion. Yeah, and, talk about all of and, them. Uh, yeah, um, cool. I, I'll try not to feel bad about it. Uh, oh. But uh, I wrote those songs because I felt like the so the. the the, the conversation of mental health in um, music is always so geared towards like, I feel this way and do other people feel this way? And it's kind of like that thing. And I felt like, oh, maybe it we kind of need to start talking about like, we all feel this way. Yeah. But like, how do we start feeling better? You know, mm -hmm. like, I think that the conversation should have that. But like, I keep finding that like, no, I just want to go back to that place of like everything is garbage and I feel like shit. <laughs> and I just I just want to know somebody else is pissed like me or like mm -hmm. sad like me, you know? That's like, eh, stick with what works. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to be like realistic at times though, because like not everybody is um in that same mind space and it's better to also be right. like, hey, um, shit sucks, guys. And we are, in fact, <laughs> high school musical all in this together. <laughs> yeah so yeah and like not not to say that i want to write like ostrich songs as one of my followers put it where it's like here's songs to put your head in the sand to because there's so many of those yeah i wish i knew who it was so i can quote them on that because it was genius and they deserve credit it's a pretty good one yeah. yeah that's pretty good um but uh yeah like there's just there's just something about a good feel good romp or a feel or a feel bad romp i should say that it's just like, yeah, me too. And like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. 
I mean, obviously there's like the relatability side where you're gravitating towards things that, you know, you're feeling at the moment, which is always nice to have that relatability. But I do agree with you that like sometimes it's like, okay, yeah, feel like shit, feel like shit, feel like shit. Maybe just like a little crumb of like, you know, a pop song that makes me feel like not like shit. And then yeah. like, you know, eh, fuck it. I'll go back to because you like what you like and like, you know. We're still listening to My Chemical Romance because it made me, us feel sad. I almost said me only as though it didn't happen wow. to any of you. You mean literally everybody in the world, I feel? <laughs> yeah. It made me feel sad in high school, and here I am. You ever, you ever just start, like, saying things that you feel are relatable, and then you realize that you're just offloading? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do all the it, time. I do it all the time. And it's funny because it, it's, like, it's still relatable because like everybody is feel, feels the exact same thing, but like it's at this point, it's become a therapy session. Mm -hmm. Yep. You realize that like, Oh yeah, I'm just telling you about me right now. And, um, sorry. <laughs> and whoops. Like, I'm sorry. I thought we were all in this existential crisis mode. Apologies. <laughs> we definitely are. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit then about your your music then? Because you got stuff coming out and you've done a bunch of stuff uh, uh, all over the place. So uh, what do what, you have a, a debut LP that just came out, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I never know how to like answer like tell us about your music because there's so many things I could say. Um. But uh, really, I just kind of like, I, I try to write exactly like the truest thing to myself, I guess. And like sometimes, you know, I mean, like obviously in hindsight, I'm always like, oh, I wish I said that different or whatever. But um, I feel like so many artists may like do things like they say, like, what do I want to say in this song? Or like, how, like, uh, how do I incorporate my influences and stuff? And like, I try to go into it a little more absent minded, I guess, um, <laughs> in order to get something honest. Um, I, I, I feel like a lot of songwriting is, and especially in like songwriting sessions and stuff is very like, uh, it, it's become like processes, you know? Um, and I like to approach it organically and say like, you know what? Like if I'm my most honest self and this flops, then I'm not going to feel bad about it because I did what I wanted to do. But on the opposite end of that, I feel like if I do, if I go by processes and all these, th all these things, like I, I'm going to, put out something that is not honest and everybody's going to know. Um, so, okay. So the coffee is definitely working because I am trailing <laughs> off. No, I, I a hundred percent get what you're saying yeah. though. Um, it's not to say that I don't use processes at all. I mean, obviously like I need to like make sure that my music's good in the end, but I don't like going into it that way. Um, and that's, this is all just a very long winded way of saying that, um, uh, Matt's Instagram is my outlet for me to just be as loud and abrasive and obnoxious as I want to be, <laughs> um, with minimal to no, no, uh, obstacles in the way of that. And I, I guess in some semblance it's, it's working out which is cool you know 
So which kind of came first? Was it Mastagram or was it your TikTok? Or did it kind of like formulate from there? Um, so like it kind of came together a little bit at the same time. Um, so like I had this record full of songs that I, I put out called I Get It um, before this record. And I just kind of like, I kind of like... I was fully resignated at the point. I was like, you know what? No one's going to hear these songs. Like, I'm going to put music out because I want to. And uh, I'm just, I'm not going to worry about it. You know, I've spent so much of my life building towards like this career that I was so worried about. Like, it's got to work out this way. It's got to work out this way. And it's kind of like, you know what? I don't feel good about that. And it's definitely like put me in a terrible place mentally. <laughs> um so fuck it caution to the wind i'm just gonna like put these songs out as like whatever i do whatever i want now um and right around that time a global pandemic hit so it, it even felt more like i may as well just do whatever i wanted on the internet and um the whole internet presence thing um it kind of it was kind of born out of that um where like I was like, you know what, like, the the world is definitely, this is a huge fucking bummer, you know, and I know that we're all going to get to the internet, we're going to dwell on it for, you know, however long this is, months, years, whatever, and, like, we're, we're going to not be okay, so, like, maybe I could do something to, like, make, to make it easier, you know, like, maybe I can get on the internet and make a total jackass of myself, make things a little, you know, <laughs> um, and, um, what ended up happening was, um, like gotta be productive. I made that TikTok, um, at, which wasn't even supposed to be a song, by the way, I literally was just tracking it into, to my microphone and it was just supposed to be like this vocal doing this little rhythmic thing. And then by the second take of what I was doing, like I just find my, found myself screaming it to the metronome. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna track guitars around this and see what happens. And then turns out it's my most streamed song and it's the song <laughs> that, yeah, I mean like, gee, if you wanna give the fates a laugh, tell them your plans, right? Mm -hmm. um, and uh that's when rob from i surrender records no I, no actually i think it was gabby that found me first and uh, that's when they reached out to me and were like hey we want to like aid in this career and at that point it was kind of like a i think i have something with this you know like it might be nothing or it might be something but i mean like this is that thing that like i've been working on my entire life to no avail and like it would suck if i just kind of gave up on it now um so yeah that's that's the very long-winded version of that <laughs> i mean we've seen a lot of uh I, I hate to call it success stories because of the pandemic because i don't want to sound like the pandemic was at all a good thing but for some people like <laughs> it was pretty decent you know, for some people yeah. Yeah. i mean like that's that's kind of like what most people have said about it that have like gotten success out of it i mean like there's just like there's no way around saying that like yes being locked indoors for a while greatly helped some people's careers mm -hmm. um and like of course it was a terrible thing that happened you know um of course of course like i i wouldn't wish that to happen 
to anybody ever again, or even the first time, you know, like shit, man, that was a, tra a traumatic time. Even, even, <laughs> even for people who like, for me, who relatively did well, um, and I, I like I even got sober during that. Like I've been I'm two and a half years sober since uh, November 2019, and um, yeah, like I went sober, and then the pandemic happened. And <laughs> yeah, since since then, it's just I'm just watching the downfall of humanity and society mm -hmm. in fucking mm -hmm. like 2020 clarity. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I would, man, I would kill for a beer right now, but I like yeah. beer too much. And that's why I have to stop drinking. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> I'm apologizing because I'm drinking a beer right now, but, uh, at oh, the same time, thing, I'm like, it's, it, uh, it, it, it was my problem, not yours. Yeah. Well, you know? sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, like because everybody's inside and, and on the internet, which is, Honestly, still how I'm living. I'm still that now. So nothing's changed over the past uh, <laughs> four or five years, I guess. This is just normal life. I don't know what everybody's complaining about. <laughs> I wasn't going out before it was cool. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, do you do you feel like uh, like TikTok was your kind of breakout place or do you feel like I don't know. It's it's interesting because I feel like there's a lot of people who benefited from it, but it's like the actual like success stories are still very like a small percentage are still like the ones that actually like made it out of like the pandemic and are like doing actual stuff now and not just being like a Twitter or TikTok personality. I mean, like my my take on that is like I don't. I, I know I just agreed with you on it being a success story just now, but like, <laughs> I kind of don't know about it being a success story still because hmm. like, I I have all these really cool things happening. I mean, I'm talking to you guys right now. That's cool. Um, yeah, this I, is going to be the lowest point of your year. Yeah. I promise. You. It's only it's only on the way up here from here, my guy. Well, let's let's yeah. hope. Um, <laughs> but, but I mean. I, I I don't know. Like that that's the thing is like I haven't toured yet. Um mm. I've got a couple of dates um coming up in July, uh where I just hit a little bit of southern Arizona, a little bit of uh Southern California, and then I'm currently working on some dates um right now for September and October that I I don't know if I should say anything about it because it's not technically booked yet, but um, I haven't like gone out and like seen if that success is like translated to real life yet, mm -hmm. you know, and like the social media game is still very like, like you're still, you know, I, like I like to call follower accounts like vanity numbers because like mm -hmm. you're still fighting for people's attention every single day, you know, mm -hmm. um, which I kind of started realizing, um, cause like. I went through a, a bit of a, a period where like a bunch of my videos just flopped. So I was like, okay, let's try something else. And so I tried putting out like rapid fire content. So I was just in front of people all the time and then that flopped. So it was kind of like, okay, like this is really kind of a lightning in a bottle kind of thing. Um, and uh, it, it started kind of working out for me again, like recently, but yeah, I mean like, internet cloud is a fickle bitch yeah. <laughs> 
Unfortunately, you can't use it to buy anything. Looking for some new music? The club has your back with our bangers only picks of the week. This week we have a bunch of homies that we want to feature. First, we have Cleveland Avenue with their new single, Colors. Next, the boys in Wolf Road take us on an adventure in downtown Chicago with their single, Way Down. And last but not least, our Toronto besties in case we crash collab with the infamous Kellen Quinn with their new song, Love Needs an Encore. If you like what you hear, make sure to check out our Spotify playlist, Bangers Only, to keep up to date with the hottest tunes. I mean, this is the other side of like internet and doing things on the internet is like, man, people had to learn how to like do shit <laughs> and somehow, and, and this is, this is everybody. Yeah. We're all still figuring shit out. Like even, even though we've been doing like all this stuff online, zoom and Google hangs and, and all this stuff, it is, it feels like we're still at day one. And I'm still working with a lot of people where it's like, yeah, we don't know how to do a Zoom call still. Right. Um, so I I have a day job um, doing social media for um, a um, IT consulting development company. And um, there's like I, I had to do some research for a bit. And it was interesting to like find out that like we had all of these tools to like do all of this remote work and stuff that we were just not utilizing. Um, and like people, like people just weren't ready to like make the switch. And then like we got pushed into it, you know, because we had no other choice Mm -hmm. and, um, we could have been prepared. And like, there was all these benefits, you know, like it, like less cost on like office space, like happier employees. Um, you know, it even like saved some companies like pay, like pay because like employees agreed to like take pay cuts to work from home, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was just this thing where it's like nothing but good news. Um, uh, people felt more productive and, but like with, because we weren't preparing for it, we just weren't ready to be thrown into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and so like, yeah, like you're saying, like, we're still trying to like figure out how all of this stuff <laughs> works and like how to like work in like this space. Do you feel... Um, as an internet creator like do you feel yeah. similarly i feel to... so much <laughs> i feel everything I hate it. <laughs> like do you feel like that connection with people the same way on the internet as you do in real life because i found that the internet like still gives me the same sense of people even if i'm talking to them through a camera on screen than if i was seeing them in real life like i get the same interaction and the same feeling that way but i i realize there are a lot of people who are like i'm going back into the office i'm i can't sit at home i can't talk on zoom anymore and i'm like i need you to figure out zoom because that's the only way i'm ever talking to you because i get the same reaction but i don't have to go on the bus or the train or drive or take an uber anywhere to get to where you are so (laughs) i'm like no no it's the same um 
I I think like my my first thought is like in, in like a workplace setting, um, it does the job. You know, I mean, like unless like something happens like with audio or something like uh, it's it's we're doing the same thing we would have done in an office. You know, mm-hmm. um, but also like I think that when it comes to like relationships with people um you know not like like relationship you know like with how how we interact with people Mm. it adds another layer i think is kind of exciting like for instance like you you guys and i like we could become like fast friends over the internet and like we could be like say we started a whole other twitch stream where we did this and like we met every week and we were doing this twitch and like we had never met in person but it was just us three like riffing right we we would have some kind of connection, you know, um, because like I can see I can read your guys's cues like I like we would have some kind of like chemistry. Right. You know, but like there would be another layer of that to where like when I finally met you in real life, like it would be fucking cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So like I kind of feel like like it might even like. like strengthen or like emphasize relationships with people um especially in like this day and age where like so much so many like friendships are made on the internet i mean like whether it be like social media whether it be like um you know support groups or like even even fucking video games like Mm -hmm. have you seen like these videos of like people meeting like their their like gamer tag friends in real life and they're like oh shit like, <laughs> like started dating their girlfriend from wow in real oh life <laughs> my God. yeah yeah stuff like that and it's it's like so much okay i, I don't mean to assume your guys' age but i'm assuming if i'm on an emo social club podcast we're probably all around the same age uh i'm 30 um you you're guys like the middle, remember then. a point in time <laughs> you're, middle you're like the middle yeah. then right in the middle of both of us okay well, then you guys probably remember a time where, like, um, we would, like, go on the Internet and it was all, like, be careful what you put there. Don't trust anybody. Like, anybody could be a catfish and, like, mm-hmm. all of this crazy stuff. But it's, it's like, these days it's so easy to, like, validate identity because, like, I very clearly, like, you know, we're, we're just chatting on Twitch right now. I can see you guys, you know? So, like, that layer is kind of broken down um but like i i do i remember a point in time where like i like wanted to like go i wanted to like promote my my music online and stuff but i was like super scared of like people and like (laughs) intentions yes you know i i feel like that's like a big stranger danger thing because like it was like basically (laughs) dot-com boom and then you have all these things are like oh like you could be talking to like a 40 year old man and you're gonna get kidnapped and all this crazy shit and now um even like the show catfish are like why are we still doing this show none of you <laughs> have an excuse anymore like they're literally like end this show because you guys are just too dumb to <laughs> research this at this point like all you have to do is just, like google it or do like reverse image search do literally anything they've already done and like you would know if somebody is like catfishing you or whatever it is or they just don't exist like you would just oh, know oh my god Oh my, man, yeah, right. Like it, at this point, it's like you have the tools. Like you could, like 
the people you're like you're in denial now yeah. like no disrespect to people who are on catfish love makes you do crazy things and believe okay crazy the things, one guy but, who was on sure. catfish though um, who believes firmly still that he's talking to Katy perry online and it is very much not Katy perry that is denial <laughs> that's a problem yeah, yeah that's, that's a different that's an issue, issue altogether that's like, that's that's like unhealthy dude like that's yeah. at, at what point is it like at what point do you need to step back and be like, what is my grip on reality? You know, mm-hmm. literally they were like, this is the person um, you're talking to. I it's see- not her. And he was like, Nope, <laughs> it is Katy Perry. She is at like some award show texting me right now. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> oh man. Poor guy. That's, it's funny. Cause it's like, I'm here to talk, I'm talking about like the validity, like, you know, like being able to like validate people on the internet. Um, because it's so easy to, and then like there's this whole other side, which is like, a whole mental health conversation about how like a lot of us are kind of losing our grip on reality here, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, like stuff like that, or yeah, or crazy QAnon conspiracy oh, shit. God. <laughs> Look, oh, I mean, gosh. they make a lot of sense. That's all I'm saying. No, no I'm totally kidding. <laughs> But like, what uh, yeah, look at I think, uh, I think look, my pie in the oven's done. Pie. All I'm saying is, I don't think we ever got to the moon. Is all oh I'm saying. No, I'm totally, totally kidding. <laughs> I want to be sure because, like, I always worry that I'm going to make a joke. Sometimes and Brian's, then somebody's going to go. Sometimes Brian's sarcasm doesn't come across as sarcasm, and that is the main I, issue. <laughs> that's uh, that's how you know I'm a good actor, I guess. Oh so. no. No, good that's, actor is a bad that's actor. Gotta, but maybe, maybe I'm only speaking for myself. But I feel a lot of musicians are like not neurotypical, so that probably that sarcasm, like that super dry sarcasm, probably goes right over our heads. Mm-hmm. Because like, if I <laughs> if I don't know somebody and they have that, like I feel like an idiot because it all is just like. <laughs> well, sometimes too, like I've definitely met people in the last few years, and I've been like, oh, they're totally chill, totally cool. And then somebody's like, oh, they're into QAnon. I'm like, what? They're like, oh, you didn't mm-hmm. pick up on these oh, things. God and I'm like, damn it. no. And I'm like, oh, go to their Facebook. I'm like, well, I'm not friends with them on Facebook, so how would I know what they're? I'm posting? not about to start. <laughs> um, and then I go and I look, and I'm like, oh. I don't like any of this. <laughs> yeah. It's it sucks. It's like you could you could be likable and also terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yes. Be a nice person and then go, I don't know. I just think that, you know, they were eating babies out there. It's like, well, how am I supposed to be your friend? Like you're a nice person, okay, but you don't also knock think... it till you try yeah, it. Yeah, come on, oh, listen. Gosh. It's it's their staple of their If somebody their said belief. that they taste good, I'd be like, Well, I mean, oh, they taste good. Oh my god. I mean, they're, they're like, just you know what, giving man? the babies away for free. <laughs> it's like, look, I'll take I'll take your word for it, but uh, this is the last conversation we're ever gonna have. <laughs> yep, yeah, yep, 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 yep. Uh, thanks for coming to the last podcast uh, ever. ever. Yeah, I will <laughs> say, all podcasts. I'm really glad we did. A, when I was teaching um, in the spring, we were going over QAnon conspiracy theories in media, and I'm really lucky that most of my students this time were not in favor of QAnon, most of them were like, these people are fucking crazy. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I always worry. But not all oh, of them. No, no, there, there was one. <laughs> she was a very admit Trump supporter and started saying Hillary in her papers. I'm like, hey, girl, I'm, I got to grade you down. Like, you can't, you can't do that. Where's your evidence? Ah, yeah, it's, it's like, doesn't it feel kind of like scary to like bring those things up sometimes just because it's like, 
I know I know a majority of people agree with me on the fact that QAnon is ridiculous, but like you just have to bring it up to like one person who is opposed and then like at at best you're locked into a conversation with somebody that you don't respect the opinions of <laughs> and or at, at and at worst, like you're about to, ha- like you're about to be in a fight, you know? Yeah. Um, like you have to I, argue, which is logic. <laughs> right. So I did this thing where um, I picked up some petitions at my uh, at our Tucson, our local Democratic office, um, in light of like the whole like overturning of Roe v. Wade thing, uh, super scary shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Heart, yeah, like heart, heart goes out to any anybody who has a uterus out there. Um, this is fucked up. I can never so leave sorry. Illinois at um, this point. But, <laughs> oh man, yeah. Well, are they are they pretty are they pretty progressive out yeah, there? Yeah, we're like oh, yeah. one of the few states that wouldn't be overturned in. So awesome. Yeah, Chicago just runs the I state, in, and people are pissed about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I live in Arizona. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Anything could happen. <laughs> we, we, we just we just flipped in this last election, but uh, well, there's a lot of a lot of people with uh, stickers on their their big trucks that aren't happy about that. Yep. Um. But yeah, so I gra- I grabbed the petitions, um, and I decided like you know what, like people are gonna get annoyed if I bother them on the street with these. Like I know like. I get annoyed even if it's something I agree with. So I'm going to bring these to shows, you know? Um, and like, like I was like doing a bit in between a couple of songs where I was like, Hey, like, um, I, I have these, and I totally, I just botched the fucking sale and like, it made it super unclear because I was just like, someone's going to want to kick my ass after the show, after I say this. So I, I think what I planned on saying was like, I have petitions uh, to like protect reproductive rights in Arizona. We're going through a really scary time for people who have uteruses. And I want you to know that I stand with you. And it came out as like, I have these things for you to sign. Um, if you would like, uh, their petitions, uh, they're for reproductive rights. Okay. This is the next song. Thank you. Ah! (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I, we ended up getting a ton of signatures, which was cool. But like, it was just like, man, like, get get some fucking spine, Matt Graham. Like, <laughs> I, bot- I botched that so hard. I mean, look, we all have entered into a time of our lives where we have to do that work because we're the only ones who will. And at least like, right. I mean, like in Chicago, it's like, look at all these people who probably agree with me. And at least if like you're in Arizona or somewhere else, it's like, look at all these people who may agree with me and let me try to try to convince them of something better by using my platform. Because uh, us here, it's just yeah. like, yeah, you're, we're probably all on the same page, which doesn't help because I can't change anyone's mind. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's funny because it's like. The thing is, is like, no matter where you are, typically a majority of people agree with you. It's just that the people who turn up to vote or Mm -hmm. who are given the opportunities to turn up to vote are the people that disagree, you know? Like, the one thing that I will say about, like, Republicans 
Um, don't mind my dogs playing in the background. Um, They're delightful. One thing that I was about Republicans, like, like I, I fucking can't stand this new wave of Republicans. Like they don't stand for anything that they say they stand for. They, they are, you know, fucking small government. Give me a fucking break. Um, (laughs) But like, they are stupid, but they are incredibly organized. Mm. Like they, they can, they all show up at the same time they all do the same thing like they are they are a unit you know and that's the scary thing about them is the fact that they that like there's less of them but there's numbers Mm -hmm. you know like yeah they know where to show up and there are also a lot of them they're like even if they all don't agree with everything you got those people who are like the one issue voters like they will not budge on certain things if that is like included so like for example you have people who are one issue voters for like abortion like that's why a lot of people be like oh i vote republican just for this reason everything else i don't agree with but this is what it is and they can like just get them where on our side it's like very difficult because everybody's so all over the place and there's no way to like be like hey guys let's all put it in together because i mean i feel what like we just it's like i feel yeah. like we have so many variations of what like being left of the political spectrum is now and that everybody is like okay what are all these different variations and not fully understanding all those different variations and then being like this is my variation oh i don't like this and it's like okay it's fine to have a critique on it but um the right doesn't have that like separate like separateness as much and it's like, okay, we are, like, everywhere across the board. And that's what makes us, like, it's, like, united we stand, divided we fall type of energy, which sucks to say. But, like, that's just, like, a cultural no, critique. I, I'm so glad you said it. I'm honestly so glad you said it because I've felt that way for a while and I've just never known how to put it into words. So that's, like, mm-hmm. that's perfect. It's, it, it's kind of like subgenres in music, you know? It's, like, and, and yes. like, it's the reason why no one can agree on what fucking emo is. By the way, uh, to whoever's watching this, you thought you were watching a music podcast? Fuck no. We're going deep into government now. Hey. Um, it's guess what? Into we're about it. to teach you some shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're singing you some songs about learning some shit, okay? Yeah. We hate our audience. Um, <laughs> Kidding. We love you. <laughs> And, I, and I'm grateful for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, <laughs> there are a lot of artists, though, who, like, don't even go this far into it because they're, like... I am I, amazed at how many artists are still very, like, not outspoken on some issues. Like, we know that this uh, abortion issue is, like, pretty much everybody's on the same side. People understand that... that anybody should be allowed to get the healthcare treatment that they need. And that we're having a really weird argument about it with a bunch of dudes trying to, I was about to say, put their hands where they don't belong. And I'm like, well, that's pull the metaphor back, but also it's a metaphor. Uh, but yeah. at the same time, like there's a bunch of artists who I'm like, Hey man, you could be angrier. Like you can be a little bit more mad. Seem, they seem really just like, I don't want to offend anybody. And like um, Republicans buy records too. It's like, dude, fuck them. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, fuck, like, I'm, I guess maybe I'm only speaking for myself, but like, if, 
if you're somebody who isn't on the side of like human rights, then like, I don't need you to buy my fucking record, you know? Um, like whatever, you know, like I've, I've already come to terms with the fact that like my career is just going to be like what I make of it. And like, it's, it's going to be on my terms. So maybe, you know, maybe I'm speaking a little bit detached, but um, I wanted to bring up something uh, on that because I, I've noticed that and I, I never thought about it before, but um, I think, I feel like from an artist's perspective, um, just as like a side point to, you know, like everybody buys records, like a, a side point to that, that the reason that they don't dive deep enough into these things is because like a lot of us are extremely exhausted by our career and and very tunnel vision mm-hmm. um like i've i've spent so much time with artists who like literally just always on the job and it, it kind of it bums me out you know because like i i see so much of myself in them and like how i used to be you know and i i realize like man like so many of these people are like not living life because they're so like you know we're 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 we, we were brought up to, to like, be told, like, you know, there's room for everybody here. Like, you just have to work hard enough. You just have to work hard enough, just like anything in, in this country. And, like, with artists, it's especially hard because it's, like, <laughs> li- like, everything is, like, a labor of love, you know? So, like, when when you play in front of a bigger crowd and they're, like, okay, well, like, we'll put you in front of 1,500 people, but you probably won't get paid. You're, like fine i just want 1500 fans and that's like the shit that you're willing to deal with and like a lot of us are just like so hyper focused and emotionally exhausted like it's it's like a real side of depression that's like not so much the like i'm gonna stay in bed and eat chips all day portion it's it's like the real like i am so like i guess like removed from reality in a sense Mm -hmm. um and like while while yeah like they do feel strongly on these things and understand that we like need to do things about it like we're just trying to like get to tomorrow you know mm-hmm. <laughs> um i think that part of the reason why i i've allowed capacity for matstagram to to like stands on issues and tr- and do something is cuz to me for one like Going to an office and getting a position is, and bringing it to a show is an easy thing for me to do. It feels easy, you know? Mm-hmm. And it feels like something that I could do, but, like, I feel like I was able to think about something like that because of how far removed from, like, stardom I am, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, whatever, you know? I'm, I, I'm fucking 30, dude. I just want to, like, play shows, have a good time, <laughs> and if I can... And if I can make a difference, then like, fine, you know. You're gonna get so much more tired in your 30s, oh my gosh. and you're gonna be like, "Dude, fuck them all." Uh... <laughs> yeah, no, it's I love it. I I absolutely love it. I know it's gonna get worse. <laughs> like, it's it doesn't get worse as much as you just get like more fuck it about everything, and like, like I know that I because I'm I'm 35. I know that I'm more tired. I know that I have less fucks to give. Like I've, I've just been running out of fucks for years and now I'm like down to the fumes of fucks that I have left to give. Wow. And uh, I, I'm like, 
well, I have less fucks, so who cares? Like, like if somebody's like, oh, I'm so tired. It's like, yeah, try being a fucking, try being uh, tired all the time. It's like, no, it's just it's who like, you're going to be. I have less fucks. I, I, I don't even get, I don't get paid enough fucks. I tried to mm-hmm. put my fucks into like a Roth IRA and yeah. like have them gain some like fuck interest. And I can't, yeah. I can't do it oh, anymore. I don't even no know interest what a Roth on my IRA fucks. is. It's just there. I don't know. Okay, Lizzie, when you turn 30, you learn what a Roth IRA is. Wow. Thank you. I have so <laughs> yeah, much to look forward to. <laughs> It's like a an oh, RPG man. where you get a new skill after you just reach like, the level thirty. It's like you turn thirty, it's like, and it's like, oh my god, un- like skill unlocked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, yep, achievement unlocked. Roth IRA knowledge. <laughs> your Which, your skill tree, it, your skill tree starts down here, expands this way, and then just starts retracting this way. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Yep, so this yep. is like it physical, definitely... physical ability, and then like this yeah. is like intelligence level, and then it just goes. Whoop. Yep, and then eventually, just all of it just falls apart. Maybe that's why in that in those job interviews are like, right. um, you're not like older though. Like, is this gonna be an issue? It's probably because I didn't know what a Roth IRA is and they just did they just knew. That must have been it. That honestly. must have been and, it. Uh welcome to the second Ooh. half of the emo social club podcast where we educate you on what a Roth IRA is. Apparently. Also never in an no, interview no. ask somebody their age because it is illegal and uncomfy. Um <laughs> in a job interview, yeah. Don't can't. do that. <laughs> Are you hoping to turn up during the July 4th weekend? Maybe with some Cake by the Ocean? ocean, No, we're going to be on Lake Michigan instead. You know, the Chicago way. We're stoked to say that we're DJing the Emotions Cruise by Oris Presents on Friday, July 1st. We'll be there DJing with you along with some other Chicago friends and a yet-to-be-announced special guest. Tickets start at $45, and we hope to see you there as we set sail on the Anita D2. You can find more info over on bucketlisters.com and just search Aris Presents. That's A-U-R-I-S Presents. We'll see you on the waters, and make sure you're ready for some fireworks. Anyway, so um, you didn't have to um, ask that or anything because um, for your press release because uh, you wrote your own presser, which I thought was very silly because I was reading this and I was like, okay. And then I saw the bottom two paragraphs. I'm like, all right, this is pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah, I was like Mm -hmm. reading it and I was like, oh, okay. And then I saw the, oh, I'm talking in third person. I was like, what and then i like read the rest i'm like oh this is very finely done because i've seen people not do it really well and you did it very well so good job on that (laughs) (laughs) thanks i so like i knew i like for for one i was like man like uh, and this is a thing that i'm getting used to as i'm like doing like podcasts and and like um uh video interviews and stuff I don't, I feel weird about talking about myself, you know, like I, I know I'm supposed to do that here, but like, I just feel weird doing it. Um, my girlfriend just got home. So that means that I can close the door. Hi, I love you. (laughs) Just Well, it's like, I don't want to just be like, oh good. She's here. You know, bye. Peace out. Peace. Um, (laughs) 
my responsibility is done. Fuck that shit. And we're done. Um, <laughs> yeah. Real, real great relationship. I mean, look, you um, know, everybody has their yeah, own formula. Also, I figured like, <laughs> I, I also figured like, uh, when it comes to like press kits, like, okay, I'm probably going to be sending this to a lot of people eventually. Um, People who read press kits probably have to read a ton of them a day, you know? So, like, I want to write something that's, like, maybe maybe you'll get a laugh out of this. Maybe you'll be like, who the hell, who is this asshole? But, like, <laughs> if anything, if anything, you'll remember who I am. Uh, but hopefully, like, in your boring day of paperwork, you'll get a, a little laugh out of it, you know? It's a little chuckle, a little giggle. Yeah. And like in a world of like, I mean, so I don't like using the word content creator because everybody's basically a content creator now. But like in the world of like everybody being an individual uh, creator on their own terms, let's put it that way. That's how I'm going to word it now. Uh, A creator on your own terms. It's like there's just going to be so many people who have no fucking idea how to talk about themselves because they're like, I liked making a thing. I didn't like talking about me making the thing. So now I have to figure out like how to set myself apart and also like be authentic without just making like a, you know, wrote, wrote out like whatever thing that somebody else wrote. And I just put my name in there. Uh, Try not to make your assignment look too much like mine, but then you just like take your name out and put somebody else's name in. Uh, Yeah. yeah, It's like, at a certain point uh you know you you kind of just have to create whatever is the most authentic thing to you because you're the only one doing your own thing i guess yeah yeah um and like my my whole thing is like i really want like i really try to emphasize authenticity because like again like with so many people being so hyper focused on like their um their careers in music you know you tend to want to do the thing that you think will be received well Mm -hmm. um and like for me it's like if i do something and everyone's like no we hate that i'm like well that's fine i have a day job anyway like i'm not gonna starve um no but uh (laughs) Yeah, like it's just it's it's really hard to like not get lost in in the shuffle, I guess. Is where I was going with that. Um actually, I'm going to be honest, I totally <laughs> lost my train of thought there. I started reading the chat. I see there's somebody no, in the chat. No, I mean Shay Ball. Hello. Yeah. Hi Shay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waving hello in the meantime cuz uh yeah, just to say hi. Hi Shay Ball. Um, yeah, I, I, like to me, I think that the, the music scene has kind of gone in this different direction when everybody started to be more like, I can do this at home. I don't need anybody to help me do the music part of it. The creation part of it, uh, the money side of it is like, I'm going to have a day job because there's no way that playing a show is going to pay me any money. So I might as well like have a job and be able to you know do this on my own uh and like through that i think everybody's kind of relearning how to do like press and uh marketing and 
being a personality on the internet and how to market yourself as an artist. And obviously like TikTok has kind of TikTok and the fact that you can record music at home has democratized the entire process, which I think is awesome. But I also think it's going to change the way that things are getting done because now everybody can do it. And if everybody says, this is the way you have to, you know, market music, people are going to go, no, I can literally just post it on TikTok and like somebody will hear it and people might like it. And I don't need a thousand people to like it. I'm happy if a hundred people that come to shows like it, because that's still pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. There's really like, I feel like in the music scene and like the industry, um, there's really kind of this whole, like, you have the industry where there's like all of this structure and like everybody wants to break into this, but you have like the chaos and just like insane creativity of the internet, mm-hmm. you know? And like, it's, it's like, you, you don't need to like have like all of these things in place in order to like get a following anymore. You know, like you, you do have the tools to do it yourself. Like you still have to get insanely lucky and you still have to be good at what you do. Um, and you still have to understand like, like why what you're doing is working and then like follow that, you know, um, like you, you still have to be structured about it, but like really so many of the tools are in your hands. Um, and like, I, I am incredibly lucky to be with I Surrender Records. I like, honestly, and uh, they give me about a uh, hundred bucks every time I say that on record. Nice. You're like, yeah, I knew it. Cha-ching. No, um, no I, I am super lucky to be with them because like, they they literally have said like we will we'll tell you when we think you should do something a certain way but like this is your thing and like we realize that like part of the magic of it is like what you've been doing and we don't want to get in the way of that um like for instance like if i if i write a song that they're like you don't like the song at all and i go it's going on the record they 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 literally said they'll be like all right and that's the kind of freedom i have with I Surrender Records, <laughs> which is insane. Like, I I literally do not know any other, uh, like, none of my other friends who are in sign, who are signed acts have that freedom. <laughs> um, And they're not making so, like, you... I feel like... I was about to say, they're not making you make TikToks to, like, release your music. <laughs> They, they want me to, but, like, it, it's not, like, a priority or anything. Like, they, it's, like, tic, TikTok is kind of, like, a, um, what's it? It's a plus, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, really, it's, like, I, I do all of the social media stuff and hit it as hard as I can because, like, I know that I can reach people, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, and, but, like, really, like it's it's such like a free environment and like everybody is so fucking cool like i could hit up rob at any time and be like hey what do you think about me doing this or this or whatever and he'll give me his honest opinion and then i'll go do it anyway no um (laughs) but uh yeah it's 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 so like it's not like hands-off but it's very much like nurturing 
like realizing where the potential is and like nurturing that. And I, I feel like so many more labels can follow suit because like, I, I've noticed that a lot of, a lot of people, like a, a lot of like industry people will, will be like, this thing's working right now. You need to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, hold on. It's not going to work if I rush shit, you know, like mm-hmm. if, if I, if I hurry to put something out, that like it's it's a it's going to be uninspired and b like nobody's going to like it um uh like i i I, i've only noticed it like i i should say like i'm not speaking for every label ever um but like i i've uh, you know like me and my friends talk we have the conversations like oh how are things going with you guys like yeah they want this and that you know um yeah it's it's like you you can't you can't like prepackage something that's so or that's that thrives on being organic like that you know yeah there's a lot of labels who are reacting to where the music industry is going and are trying to like create it for themselves rather than like saying, well, we have a bunch of artists and they are the ones who are going to create the music industry of the future. Like, I don't think anybody who worked for a label thought that TikTok was going to be the place that everybody who likes new music is finding new music. And now they're like, oh, TikTok's the place. Everybody go make TikToks. And it's like, that's the problem because the people who are making TikToks are already making TikToks. The people who aren't making TikToks are like, dude, I'm sorry. You're, you're telling me to do something after the fact, instead of like, just letting me be the artist creating what I want to create. Yeah. It, it really doesn't play to anybody's strengths. Um, like I, I totally, I totally get that. Um, where was I going with that? Um, it, it's like, it's kind of like, it's like the whole like lightning doesn't strike in the same place twice, you know, like, you either at this point, it's not to say that it won't happen for you, but like, it's like at this point, you either caught the TikTok wave while everybody was like, like gaining followers and, and followings and stuff. And like, you either caught onto that or you're just trying to catch it now, you know? And by the time, by the time you finally understand like, oh, okay, this is how short form video format works. And this is what works for me. There's going to be something else, you know? Mm-hmm. And you should and be the person I, figuring I, out what that next thing is. Early adoption. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like there, it, it's like there's like a whole like um, thing in like marketing, um, which because I am a musician, I know so much about. <laughs> <laughs> People need to be reminded of that. Like, oh, you're a musician. You are basically social media marketing one hundred and one. Oh, oh, you can teach oh, it. So you, so you're in management marketing um uh retail yeah. <laughs> uh you can um, run a show you can <laughs> you can do event, accounting yeah it's fucked um, up <laughs> yeah like you're you're a bookkeeper mm-hmm. yeah oh man so much shit <laughs> um oh man um where was i going with that yeah sorry I'm, uh because you're in marketing because you're a musician you know marketing um I don't know. It was probably, I was probably just adding on to the, um, 
don't don't be oh i remember what i was gonna say um i read it in a book called brand like a rock star which mm-hmm. i think is really interesting it takes a lot of like it takes a lot of legacy bands um you know from like the 70s to the early 2000s like bands that were like huge radio success it looks at what they did right um and it compares it to bigger uh brands like you know like coke and coca-cola pepsi um for example and it's like this is what these guys did um that this brand did and it's this is why they're accidentally or on purpose genius at marketing (laughs) um and it's kind of the whole idea that like right now if you want to make a if you want to make a cola right like a soda um you are more than likely not trying to compete with coca-cola or pepsi because we already have those and anybody who like likes sodas within that market already have decided what they like they know what they like the thing exists you lost your chance right but like still have the opportunity to kind of jump into like maybe a jones soda market where like what they did was they they started putting like their stuff in like bookstores and like cafes and stuff and um they had this interesting quirk where like they had um photographers i don't quote me on this but i believe that they had like photographers from everywhere who did like a lot of like artsy shots they featured their artwork on their bottle. So they had a thing, mm-hmm. you know? They had a thing. They had a place. They they basically made, like, mental real estate with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, like, in comparison, like, uh, uh, even me, like, I lost out on the real big TikTok boom and, like, tw- you know, like, the people who have been doing it since 2019 because I jumped on in 2020, you know? Um so like TikTok already has its Coke and Pepsi and like I'm kind of fighting to be its Jones soda, you know? Hmm. Yeah. I think that's an interesting that make, way of that, looking at it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh I thought you were gonna tell a different story about Red Bull, which uh a buddy of ours told me about, which uh I'll 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 say it here and then we, we're gonna do some plugs and we're gonna we're gonna promote your music and we're gonna do all that. Uh but essentially oh, yeah, yeah whatever whatever we're talking about soda now so let's 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 get on the soda train uh so red bull was like okay we are trying to compete with coke and pepsi we're making this drink that you know we we think is going to be you know just as big but how do we get attention it's like well we we know that there's three things about coke one the flavor two uh, the price and three, the amount that you get. So like you get, you pay a dollar for a drink you like and you get 12 ounces, 16 ounces. And so they said, all right, fuck it. We're going to make something that tastes like piss. We're going to put it in an eight, <laughs> eight oh ounce God. can and you're going to pay $5 for it. And then they're Red Bull. So it's like, it's about like finding your lane and they were just like like i like what you're saying about jones soda where it's like yeah we found our lane we're like a higher class and red bull's like we're shit we know we're shit you're gonna buy our (laughs) shit and now they're like you know now we we drive uh cardboard uh cars off a cliff into the ocean it's like yeah you just do whatever you want Some kids you want the taste of fucking rocket fuel? <laughs> like, yeah. You want to feel like you can go as fast as a rocket? Like you want to feel like you can conquer anything, even if you're dead? Let's go. 
You, you guys wanna, ever licked a bull's you armpit? Do cocaine, but you don't want to be addicted to cocaine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, before yes. we uh, before we wrap up the interview part of this, and we will uh, we'll hang out on Twitch for a little bit. Uh, let's let you uh, have that chance to talk about yourself again. <laughs> Tell us where uh, people can find your music, where people can listen to you and support you. Uh, the best way to like you know directly support you and and also listen, of course. But you know if they want to pick up some of your uh, your new merch, I saw you had, so yeah. you know can send them those yeah. directions. Cool. Okay. Um, on goddamn Matstagram, and uh, I put out a goddamn album called Prescribe Whatever, and you get my goddamn merch at uh, um, oh my god, I'm blanking on the name. Uh, Partly Cloudy is my my merch people, and they do a fantastic job, and they have all of my shirts and a, a hoodie and a beanie, and. Um, they do it totally in-house, and I have nothing to do with it, and that's what I love about them. Um, so they will get to your order faster than I would. <laughs> um, so, yeah, partly cloudy. Also, if you go to I Surrender's website, you can pre-order my vinyl. Um, they should be sh uh, shipping out in September or October, but it is the Prescribe Whatever vinyl in a awesome, an awesome magenta color that uh gabby picked out for me i love it so much um <laughs> yeah there's you know what like i don't i don't care if it's like super early 2000s like there's just something about black and pink it just mm -hmm. goes you know 100 it just it just goes yeah um okay so i plugged merch i plugged that um you can follow me at mattstagram on literally anything um it's my internet handle. It was my internet handle before it was my music name. I only made it my music name because I didn't want to think about anything. Mm -hmm. And, um, oh, I before we go into other stuff, I wanted to mention, because we talked about soda and I talked about sobriety. Yet. Um, if I'm not going to tell anybody how to live, but if you are struggling with alcohol addiction, something that helped me was I started buying cream sodas in the bottles, uh, orange cream sodas for me particularly, mm. because it felt like you were holding a drink, so it felt familiar. And also, um, alcohol metabolizes as sugar, so it helped me um, kind of kill the craving when I had one. So um, if, you, if you need some kind of help and you don't want to go into a, a predatory 12-step program that tries to push God on you, um, do that. And, uh, yeah, um, I feel like I should say I'm Matstagram one more time just to offshoot, <laughs> just to offshoot everything. Yeah. If yeah. you, uh, if you want to, uh, taste like the hoof of a bull, oh you should drink Red Bull. <laughs> it, it's, it's yellow because you know, it's working. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're the. I don't know if that's the best or the worst type of like sponsorship ad. I don't. I'm not helping Red Bull. <laughs> no, we're They're not doing sponsored. Fine. I mean, if you want to sponsor us, Brian's the only one who drinks energy drinks out of the two of us, so it's he's like, gonna oh, do it. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah, I do. I got a monster in the fridge right now. <laughs> it's like, you know how? Um... Oh fuck, Lizzie, I lost it. I'm oh sorry. no. <laughs> we were talking about it the know. other day, and now I can't remember. Monster? Yeah, no, I can't remember. We're, Liquid death? No, um, 
Yep. No, lost oh, it. No. Anyway, we'll go ahead and we'll just, you know, let our brains uh, collapse in on themselves from there. On the Twitch stream. Uh, my... <laughs> My mind is a black hole of nothing and nonsense. And uh, we're going to go and hang out over on Twitch. But if you're hearing this, you got to go pick up that vinyl. Get that vinyl from Matchstagram. Go follow him to know when... Uh, yeah, I know you're going on tour in Arizona and the California areas, which is not the Midwest. I'm, I'm calling it a... I'm calling it the technically a tour. Okay, Technically a tour. The TT. Uh, yeah. Matchstagram will be technically a touring this uh, this July. July, yeah, July uh, yeah. <laughs> soon. So go check them out if you're in Arizona and or uh, California, and hopefully uh, you come to the Midwest so we can come and hang out with you. Because now that we've met you online and we're best friends, we got to hang yeah. out with you Hell at yeah. a show here in here in the Midwest where it's uh, not as warm or dry. I'm I'm working on it. I promise holding it to that yeah. it's on recording yeah. now legally now you have to oh, do okay, it okay cool yeah so, this is a so legal no document yeah this is a legal this document is how, this is how i hold myself accountable to do it <laughs> go on podcast so i, I, I guess shit done. wild promises and then yeah mm -hmm. just snip this then, area of the interview and send it to rob be like hey i i made yep. a promise i gotta do it my guy <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I fucked up, man. <laughs> Bob, I did something bad, Rob. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we're going to go hang out over on Twitch, but uh, Matt, this was a, a, a beautiful time. Thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. Yeah, thanks, dude. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and also to Mastergram for a rad conversation. We will be back next week with another interview drop and throughout the next couple of weeks with some pretty rad interviews to see who we're talking with and to make sure you join into our Twitch stream at emosocialclub.tv. Make sure you are following us over on our social medias to stay up to date. Until next time, I'm Lizzie and Brian is somewhere, I think, finally trying Mountain Dew hard seltzer. Good for him. Hope the besties having the best time and we'll see you later. Bye.